It's time for a WeChat workout. WeChat. Go to the Cliff Central account. Tap connect. Then message to show. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Cliff Central is turning one, and to celebrate, we're giving away half a million rand in smartphones. Half a million rand in smartphones. You could win just by listening to Cliff Central on WeChat every day during every show. Yeah, baby. If you want an upgrade or you need a new smartphone, we'll hook you up. Win with Cliff Central and WeChat for the month of April, and visit cliffcentral.com for details. T's and C's apply. Unreal, uncensored, unradio. Cliffcentral.com. There we go. Let's get it started. It's a few minutes past 9 a.m. This is cliffcentral.com. It's a Wednesday nochal. It's Untapped Talents with me, Sia Sangwenifin. Thank you so much for having us on. And let us get this little hum day over and done with. We're here to get you excited for the day. We're here to get you, like, into the rest of the week, into the weekend mood. Are you with me? Rallying up the troops. Are we going to be relaxed, excited? That's it. <laughs> it's another hour bringing you exciting, exciting guests with cool stories to tell at the end of the day, hey? And this is going to be quite something. I have two guys by the name of Acoustic Element. They have a little Kardashian vibe because they have a business and they're keeping it in the family. They probably don't like that I'm referring to them as the Kardashians. But moving on swiftly, Callan Peterson and Jody Abel will be joining me. They have like instruments set up in Alice. And you know what? I'm not going to do enough justice actually explaining what they do. So how about you listen? Does this get your, does this get your vote essentially? Huh? I'm kind of liking it already, but I'm kind of biased. What do you think? Recognize the song now, so you know what I mean. This is what is in store for you in a little bit. Okay, now I have, I can see like the soppy memories coming in. Take a few seconds, okay? Thank you. No, all joking aside, I have to admit, like, I was never a talented child, and I always thought, maybe I should play the violin, because there's something sad about a violin. <laughs> Whenever you're going through something horrible and tragic, I just play a violin to myself and cry and weep myself to sleep. Okay, enough, enough, enough. All right, they'll be doing some cool covers as well in studio, and then join me a little later. And then I'll also be joined by rapper Blaze on the line a little bit as he debuts a new song. It's called Meant to Be. It's been doing quite a lot of rounds uh, over social media most recently, and he's really a cool guy, so I'll be talking to him as well. So you know what to do if you want to join in on the conversation. All you have to do, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at Sia underscore SF. You can also message us onto screen using our WeChat official account. Your messages will pop right up in front of me and I'll be able to read them out. Our official account is Cliff Central and all you have to do is tap connect and then a message to show and I'll be able to read whatever you have to say. So let's start it though in the odd way, of course. It's not necessarily odd, but I do always have a, a bit to say before I start talking to all of my guests. It's a bit here and there that's been doing the rounds all over the news, and I have something just specifically for you. So this is Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. Okay, so you know that every single year, Time Magazine releases this list, right, of the most influential people. Um, you know, from like politicians to sportsmen to flippin' pioneers in their own right. And of course, there's expected people are there. You know, you have like Barack Obama, who's there, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. I probably butchered his surname, but you know what I mean. Uh, Pope Francis is there. Bjork, out of all people, is also there. But it kind of caused a few stirs most recently because Kanye West actually covered this edition of Time's list of the 100 most influential people in the world. I'm not about to get into a Kanye West rant. If you like him, you like him. If you don't, you don't like him. So let's just move on swiftly. But what I actually was stunned about was the other people who actually made this list. You guys, let's be for real for a second. This is like 100 people in the whole entire world. Nah, 
like 100 people is like flipping you know like 100 people in your group of friends so so to say that in the billions of people in the whole entire world these are the people who carry power who carry weight and what they have to say goes so yes also taylor swift was also mentioned mentioned there she can shake it off and she can pump pom and she can write sad songs kudos to her you know she can go on with her bad self and she can you know be amazing in that sense but i actually want to applaud some of the people who actually made the list and of course since this is uh untapped talent when we focus on young up-and-comers one of the people who really stood out was misty copeland she's this young author and staying an american ballet dancer of all things so she's really made a name for herself in the american ballet theater most recently, because it's one of the three leading classical ballet companies in the United States. So along with the New York City Ballet, the San Francisco Ballet. But she is also the third African-American soloist and first in two decades with the American Ballet Theater, where where she has endured the cultural pressure associated with this role. So, Misty, wherever you are in the world, kudos on you. I think to be able to say that you're one of the 100 most influential people in the whole entire world is one of the coolest things ever so moving on also people who are really making waves in the list uh emma watson you know her from the harry potter movies listen she is young so i'm gonna shine a spotlight on her uh the cool thing about the times 100 most influential list is that they have people write about you so you aren't really tooting your own horn um and so Emma Watson, a.k.a. Hermione, uh, <laughs> had former New York Times executive editor Jill Abramson write about her. And she said about Emma, Emma Watson's alter ego Hermione would doubtless approve of her he for she campaign and its gutsy, smart take on feminism. So that's the thing. It really is kudos on her that she's going out there and she's doing these different things and she's really making a name for herself in that sense. So she's also on the list. 100 most influential people in the world. And also rounding off that list, who for me stand out for being young up-and-comers. And this is kind of unconventional, but it's a surfer. <laughs> I don't know how to take that seriously. Maybe I'm just not gnarly enough. But his name is Gabriel Mendina uh, Pinto Ferreira. There we go. He's a Brazilian professional surfer, a champion of the 2014 ASP World Tour. And so he's joined the world's elite, really, in the surfing world since 2011. And in his rookie year, he finished within the top 12 of the ASP World Tour at just the age of 17. So listen, I don't know about you, but at 17, I was like a mess. My hardest thing was just figuring out what I was going to wear just to look cool. And here you are at 17, being counted amongst, you know, Kim Kardashian and Barack Obama and Chancellor Angela Merkel as one of the world's 100 most influential people. So, Nochal, like, wherever you are, you got to give yourself a little kudos. But from that, I think I'm kind of having a little weirdness state because I think uh, certain people were missed out on this list. I think if you're going to count like a surfer, no disrespect to surfers, as one of the 100 most influential people in the world, there are a few other people who I definitely think carry enough substance and street cred out there to be counted as one of the 100 most influential in the world. One of those people, of course, is 17-year-old Malala Yousafzai. Come on, people. If you don't know the story of Malala, first of all, where have you been? But secondly... Amongst all the great things and the protests and uh, how headstrong she has been about driving equality in education in the Middle East, she is now the youngest person ever to win the Nobel Peace Prize. So, 17 years old, it's quite an achievement and a half, and they are not necessarily giving her a spot in the 100 most influential people's list. Time Magazine, I think you got to like re-alter a few things. Uh, one of the other people as well is a 19-year-old girl by the name of Tavi Givenston. Now, she's a founder and editor-in-chief of a magazine by the name of Rookie. You may not necessarily know her. You may not think like this is the coolest thing ever. But think about what you were doing at 19, because I know I do not even stand in the league of being a founder and editor-in-chief of a magazine. But... If you know her story, she basically became like this online sensation at the age of 11 years old. Um, 
and she started posting videos, etc., etc., for her blog Style Rookie. And so then she shifted focus to pop culture and feminism discussion. And then in 2011, she founded Rookie at only 15 years old. 15 years old, you were in grade nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, grade nine, find, found a magazine, not going to happen at all. And listen, she's now 19 years old, and she's just ever so casually took up her second career as a Broadway star. And her magazine, Rookie, now rakes in like 3.5 million hits in a month. So despite all of these great achievements as well, I actually listened to an interview she did the other day. And for 19, she might come off a bit presumptuous. <laughs> But it kind of sounds smart as well. So listen to Tavi, and don't you think she definitely deserves a spot in the time 100 most influential list in the world? One of our photographers always says that the best way to go about making something is to see where the void is and try to fill it. So for me, I was nearing the end of middle school and starting high school, and I just felt that there wasn't a publication that really spoke to me as a teenager or as a girl um, about the things I was interested in and worried about and excited about. For as much as I'm very inspired by things that came out of the 90s, so many of my favorite shows like Freaks and Geeks or My So-Called Life or Daria that really seem to respect uh, teenage voices, they came out of that time. And it was, I think, a time of questioning. Uh, I think especially for teenagers, you know, that's inspiring to me because that wasn't like a a culture that I really uh, saw around me when Rookie started. And now we have now people like me who are interested in that do have kind of a home base with Rookie. When I first said on my blog that I wanted to start Rookie, I asked people to send in their writing, photography, illustration, and uh, got about 3,000 emails. And then um, a woman who had read, been reading my blog and bought my zine uh, that I made, like, five copies of when I was, like, 12, um, emailed me, and she was like, I work at the New York Times, but I'll quit my job to help you. And she did, and she helped me go through the 3,000 submissions. It's really nice to have people who have all of these different backgrounds. You know, some of them are still teenagers, some are adults, some studied writing, some didn't study at all, and so it's just nice to have such a combination. So let's just go over this one more time. You're still a teenager. You start your own magazine. Then you have someone who works for the New York Times say, yeah, you know what? How about I quit my job at the New York Times and I work for you? Listen, if that does not say you deserve to be on a Times list and Kim Kardashian makes it, then I... Time Magazine. <laughs> Time Magazine, you need to flip and restructure your priorities. Something's amiss there. I really also think this girl is going to go places. She has like this little quirkiness about her. She's like still 19. She reminds me a bit of like Anna Winter, the editor-in-chief of Vogue magazine. So don't say I didn't warn you. Tavi, you're, you're still like in my 100 list, if that means anything to you. <laughs> but also someone I do definitely think was also snubbed up the list. It's this West Virginia University freshman. So while she was still in college in West Virginia in America, in West Virginia University, she did, she started to campaign. Now this isn't just like the SRC or she wanted to like start a new extramural at her university. She campaigned in politics, people. So there she was out of her dorm room. She became the youngest state lawmaker in America in November 2014. Her name is Sarah Blair. She's a Republican and she's only just 18 years old so she now represents a small district in west virginia's eastern panhandle so that's about like 90 minutes outside washington dc like the capital and after de- uh, defeating her democratic opponent 63 percent to 30 percent a third candidate got seven percent of the vote so they clearly kind of non-existent at this point but what were you doing at 18 were you being able to sit and say i'm going to be enough and i will flip and get my foot in the politics store so kudos on her time magazine i'm just saying i'm offering you advice here last one as around this list off some people i definitely think were snubbed of the 100 most influential list of time magazine most recently 
This is a 22-year-old guy. He's from Gambia. His name is Mohamed Barry. He's a student and also an activist who co-founded Aid for Smiles, which is this organization that empowers socially disadvantaged young people in order to bolster their confidence and allow them to become important and productive members of society. What I absolutely love is that in, uh, it was in 2014 at this AIDS conference in Australia. Mohammed also spoke about his own journey with HIV and argued passionately for a renewed global response for this pandemic, really, in order to overcome the misunderstanding and the stigma um, that are commonly associated with young people who are HIV positive. So once again, Time Magazine, I always like you, I always support you, but once you have like a 22-year-old who's an HIV positive and going out there and spreading the right positive messages, yet you have Taylor Swift. Let's just look at these things. I'm not really being mean against anyone else, but I'm just saying it. But that's a wrap on people, I think, who were snubbed Time Magazine, wherever you are. I hope you were making notes. But now I'm excited to talk to my guests in a little bit. So I'm here to show them off. They do great, great covers. Such talented guys. They go by the name of Acoustic Element. So listen to their cover of Rude by Magic as I invite them next. This is Untapped Talent. Cliffcentral.com. It has been locked away from the eyes of the world, chained, never to be released. But now it wants to get out. 
Stay tuned to Cliff Central weekdays to find out how you can unleash the Jeep Renegade. Find hidden codes and videos posted by Jeep SA and you could win Jeep Renegade prizes. As well as become the person to single-handedly unleash the Jeep Renegade upon the shores of South Africa. Are you renegade enough? I'm a renegade, I just hit the ground running. Visit unleashrenegade.co.za to find out. T's and C's apply. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. This is Untapped Talent with me, Sia Sangweni Fen. And so finally, the guys behind this like melodic, acoustic number slash covers are finally joining me in studio. Thank you so much for stopping by. Callan and Jody, how are you guys doing this morning? Very well, thank you. Yourself. It's not too early? No, 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 no. We're C- good. Because let's be honest, you guys are originally <laughs> from Cape Town. And so we know like Cape Town and the rest of the world like work on a totally different time Def- zone. Definitely. We normally wake up in about two hours time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. okay, this is still well, night for us. I'm so sorry I bothered you, damn it. <laughs> no, it's uh, such an honor to be here. So, so cool. listen, before we get into the discussion, you know, if you want to talk to the guys as well, you can tweet us at ClifCentral.com or at CA underscore SF. Or you send us a message on WeChat. Our official account is Cliff Central. All you have to do is type connect and then message to show. Sonia, I know you're there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, but I will not be giving away your phone with our competition with WeChat. So all you have to do is keep on listening to cliffcentral.com and then you might be a winner. But other than that, listen to these guys. They're going to inspire you. No pressure, gents. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, let's get straight into your story, backstory. Where are you guys from? What And when did you actually get into music? Okay, we are born and raised in Cape Town. Um, we started music quite a while ago. Jody was in grade seven. And um he started with acoustic and Spanish guitar and myself, my mom played the violin. Yeah. So I started at a very young age. Um and that's how we got into classical music. What he what he doesn't want to say is been playing violin for twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty year. years. He doesn't want to sound old. No, I'm already like adding the four <laughs> and minusing the one and you like know? trying to do all this. I math. think time should put me on that list. <laughs> you used to be one of the influential people in the world. But what was it about instruments and classical instruments of all things? So it's not like you're jamming on like a drum kit. Oh, or no, I was forced to. Re- I'd oh. say my mom played the violin. I was strictly forced to. That doesn't tell a very holistic, nice, well-rounded story. For I love it now, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then how did you start experimenting at a young age? Were you allowed to be all artistic? Or were you very rigid and this is what you're going to do when you're going to play Mozart and Stannis? Uh, yeah, well, I think we did have that upbringing and we had to study classical music, uh-huh. both um Theoretically and practically, um, yeah. And we played in orchestras. Um, we played a number of instruments as well, and also in the church. So that's how, that's where it all came from. And then I think when we got together as cousins uh, four years ago, or something. <laughs> um, it's been a while. Yeah, it's that's been a while. enough. Yeah. So we, I think we just tried to ch- we just we just decided to change things up a bit. Mm. So we used all those elements that we were taught. Like uh-huh. we took classical stuff, took things from here and there and everywhere, and just. Put it together to make pop music. So then, when you are starting out, almost you're going out there creating. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. like you create. You're going out there doing a specific genre. Precisely. Who were your inspirations? Who were your influences? I think a number of of uh, cover bands or, or, mm-hmm. uh, or artists like Carmen. Yeah. I don't even know her. And um, Voice Avenue. Voice Avenue. They Carmen. They did Broken Hearted. Right? Exactly. Okay. Was, well, that's an original song. That's an addition, actually. But, but they also started, they started on YouTube just doing yeah. covers. Covers. Yeah. Now I'm sure people like that are now moved from just influences to inspirations because yeah. they just started as YouTube videos and there that's they are it. now exactly. with a record deal and they're doing pretty well. Hey? Yes. So what is the vision ultimately for acoustic elements as well? Can we see you guys on the world stage? Here we go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Okay. Okay. But one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ticket time? first? <laughs> Before all of that, how's the reception been in South Africa? It's been really phenomenal. I must say, we've been get, getting a lot of support from all all kinds. Yeah, it's yeah. been amazing. Yeah. And do you almost like tweak your style according to what people yes. resonate with? Definitely. So, what so, did you start off with versus to what you've now changed? Well, as um, the radio charts change, we change because we just play things that people can associate at that time to that they will like at that time yeah but like um we did pretoria three weeks ago uh (laughs) i already sort of see where this is going but you put it in your own words (laughs) (laughs) um 
And then we did Joburg. Oh, no, no, no. Well, let's explain Pretoria. That is an interesting one. <laughs> so look, we were, we were Unscripted. tempted. Unscripted, yeah. Uncensored. Uncensored. So, so we, we played soaking. We, we did kind of a bit of that, eh? We did it. We, a little bit of a captain. A captain, yeah. Captain. Spanny sailor. That one. Captain. That one. I'm just saying, if you guys ever need like a vocal. We'll put an ad out. We'll put an ad out. I have the power to meet, to meet your mic. So I'd be, no, I'm uh, that's classic. <laughs> what is the future though for acoustic elements? Are we looking for vocalists though? Are we looking no. to, no? no? No. We just like doing. Because then we wouldn't be here. Oh, okay, true. Mm-hmm. So no collabos though in the future? Have yes. we done any collaborations with people? That we have done. We've done uh, collaborations with Chad Simon, our first single called Nothing Better, and then our second one with a guy called Jeremy Olafir. So, and then we've done uh, just a couple of things with other artists in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that's cool. The, 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 we, we, the ability for us to collaborate with um, singers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, cool. I don't know what you guys are doing to our listeners today because already people are riled up. Woody on WeChat says, wow, you guys are awesome. And then Cindy also says, your cover that we just heard is beautiful. I'll be following you on social media. I don't know what it is. Thank you, Cindy. <laughs> Maybe it's the Cape Town spirit they just brought into the studio, but it's clearly, clearly working. <laughs> what do you like words like that mean to you, though? It's quite, it's like quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's getting all shy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's flattering. It's really nice. Like yeah. you, you put a lot into your craft and then yeah. you hear someone appreciate it and you're just like, wow, cool. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. But can you wrap your head around people being so nice and saying all these things to you? Given that like you were just 20 years ago jamming out because your mother said so almost. Mm-hmm. And here you are now, people appreciating and resonating with your creation. Definitely, it's definitely an an honor, but also at the same in the same breath, I want to say that we work very hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so it's almost like there's a bit of a level of de- like we we feel we deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's a Kanye element. I think that's justified. You do work hard, one hundred percent. Yeah. So and the love that we get, we love, we love it. Yeah, and we love to love it. But then here's the thing as well. Not everybody's going to love you. No. Not everybody's going to support you. No. How do you then deal with people and their criticism, sometimes which is totally unjust? Work harder. Work harder, yeah. Keep pushing. Wow. Do you never take it personally? You, you can't, I suppose. Like, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I'm very opinionated, so. Cheapers. <laughs> like, exceptionally opinionated. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it does like the manager and the agent say, stay off Twitter and like, don't say anything mean. Oh, if no, you no, no. You know, we, <laughs> I suppose we, we're quite good boys when it comes to social yeah, media I think stuff. We, we don't. In general, we're quite good boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we won't like really. He says, he says, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Chris, I'm like, well, no, if it's fine. justified, yeah. then, then we'll listen to it and then we'll, See if we can do anything about it. If it's not justified, you know. You just brush it off. Brush it off. Shake it off. So since uh, let's not make any Taylor Swift references. (laughs) I think think we've reached that quota (laughs) in the day. So Woody has also just requested. I now love that they've taken over just because I compliment them once. Uh, Woody's now (laughs) saying, "Sia, can you ask them to play Take Me to Church?" Okay, we can do that a little little later. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Talking about performances, though, where have you performed thus far? What are some of your highlight performances? Um, so we've just done the, the Grand White Dinners. It's this tour that goes around the, and it's a national tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically everybody just wears white and has a big jaw. So the last one we did was Joburg, which was for six and a half thousand people. Wow. Um, this is, this past weekend. This yes, past weekend. Yeah. Yes. Um, absolutely, absolutely beautiful event, beautiful venue. Um, before that was Pretoria. And then on Saturday, we're actually in Durban for so the, the same. It's party. one of those yeah. parties where they released doves. And people wave like stuff, and they sparkle, fire dances. Because all I saw of the grand whites was like on Instagram when I was at home, so I was like, I'm not going to be jealous about this. Let me stay off. (laughs) It's a phenomenal event. Thanks, thanks for rubbing salt in the wound. I won't even lie. You can come to Durban. You can come to Durban's one. Durban's my hometown. There we go. Saturday. So can I tour with you guys? Yes. Do you have a tour bus? Come. No. We'll we'll (laughs) We'll, get a tour bus. We'll get a tour bus. I just want a tour with you guys just to be cool like that. We can like make pit stops and we can road trip. Oh, it'll be awesome. I'm trying to be cool and be one of the guys. There we go. So listen, let's also talk about your first radio single, Nothing Better. This is the one you did with Chad Simon. How did it feel when you heard your own song? 
on the radio for the very yeah. first time. I'm sure you remember exactly that where is, you were, yeah. who you were with. Yes. Well, we actually didn't. We weren't get together. together. That's the funny <laughs> thing. You weren't we together. Were in this we, same as in we went together when the song was played. Yeah. We were actually working. I think. It was no, 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 no. I you you heard it at work. Yeah. I didn't hear it at work. I did you bunk that day? No. <laughs> but oh. we didn't have a radio. You didn't tell me you bunking. They never radio at work. <laughs> Oh, Do you work in a cave? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness! I'm not yet to judge. Okay, so how did that moment actually feel, though? Well, I only heard it like the next day. Uh-huh. Um, mm. I was driving home from somewhere. I don't even know where, but it was late at night. And it I was just it. A, like I got SMSs. My dad, who doesn't, I don't know if he knows how to SMS SMS me, and he was like, he like Googled how to listen. SMS Google that to Google to learn how to SMS, and then and then Google really, how to Google, then to Google yeah. how to SMS. Got it. Yeah. It was a proud moment, especially for my dad, <laughs> to be to be to be proud of it, and for them to hear that you know it's been yeah. a very rewarding thing for them as well. So. But you no, know, I I do I would imagine that. Responses from the audience and from supporters and fans is one thing, but from your family and friends, that must mean a whole lot as it's well. Definitely mm-hmm. means. What does that mean in your case? What does that mean to you? <laughs> we are very, um, <laughs> our family is very complicated because they, um, Callan, Callan, Callan's father and my mother are, are brother and sister, um, and they are very, I, I want to watch out what I say now, <laughs> but they very are very, opi- I'm, I'm their child, very opinionated. Very difficult customers. If they were customers, they would be difficult, <laughs> and they are. So, so what does that in mean? In the best way possible. But they've supported us through when we quit our jobs, yeah. they've supported us, they encouraged us, they said, do it, go, go big or go home. And, and no, the, the, it's been, am, it's been amazing for we us. We actually have this rule of thumb that if we get compliments from a family, we don't listen we don't to believe it. it. You yeah. don't listen to it. No. Cause I was already picturing you guys like at a family function, like it's always like, okay, Cal and Jody. Exactly. Get ready. That, yeah, happens. that, happens. No, that happens all the time. All the time. Well, all the time. I don't really blame them necessarily. <laughs> 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 but like, where to from here though, then, you know, you have your own influences, you have your own inspirations. What's next for Acoustic Element? Uh, we're currently working on d- discovering. We, we do covers, obviously. So yeah. I'm going to put this in a common light. We've dev- done covers. We've done mm. YouTube. And now we're trying to discover that unique Acoustic Element sound. Mm-hmm. So we literally have been jamming to old, old, old school African music. Um, some mango grooves. Some Ladies uh, brand of black that brand wow. of fuzz. Like everything. Just try to discover like influences that we can relate to our own sound mm-hmm. so that that's a, a very exciting thing that we're doing at this point in time we we're quite thrilled about it but it is taking its time we don't want to rush it yeah but in the pipeline definitely an album yeah. and um once we discovered the sound yeah and maybe an album with like some or maybe an ep with some an ep yeah. yeah some covers and some of our original stuff what does creativity mean to the guys of acoustic element oh it's a complete expression uh-huh. Yeah. It's like you just have to, whatever you're feeling at that point, I, I, I firmly believe that we never play the same song the same way twice. Yeah. It's like d- d- different things. It's not only us, it's what we're feeling, but also mm. what the crowd's feeling yeah. at the yeah. time. If you're getting a certain energy from them, it's like there's so many factors that, that make up what we have to do that affects creativity. Yeah. And it's all this expression that, I, I can't even explain it. It's just a <laughs> wonderful feeling. Uh, but you see, that then makes me question, can you ever listen to one of your recordings or anything? <laughs> I hate it. You can't even... I can't listen to it. Because I was if, just going to ask, can you listen and ever be happy and no, go, no, no that was never happy. No, as soon as someone starts happy. playing, like as soon as you started playing it earlier, I, I would normally walk out of the room. I don't like listening the to it. The nightmare is having to edit because we do upload on SoundCloud all our music. Yeah. So... Having to edit Callan's violin, he gets very edited. Look, it's not like a, the guitar is easy. It's not like a, a voice that you can just, you know, no, no, just turn down my mids yeah, and highs. Yeah. But ca- the violin is a complicated instrument actually like the, myself. Yeah, the way, like, the way to record a violin is actually the way they do in orchestras. In, in, a, in a, in a chamber, in a. But back to the question, I, we, I'm never happy now. I now have visions of you like just waking up in the middle of the night with like sweat dripping. Give me more <laughs> <And> reverb. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a that's, daily occurrence? Yeah, you? that's okay. exactly. You've got it spot on here. What, will, will you I like ever, playing. I don't like listening to myself. But will you ever get to a point where I don't you can? So. No, no. Do you? Th- I feel like that is a good and a bad thing. Bad thing as in call Doctor Phil right now. <laughs> but a good thing in the sense that it will drive you to forever Strive be for better that, than that, what you are. What impossible perfection? Yeah. yeah. 
So then when you guys are this headstrong and when you're so involved with your creativity and you are always determined to raise the bar higher and higher, what do you feel when you hear of musicians who release something like Wiggle, Wiggle, Wiggle and they call that a hit song and it goes oh, out there and it's... That's one of our songs on our set. <laughs> We do a dance routine and everything. I should love it. <laughs> this, this is my personal gripe, and people know that I bring this up all the time. How do you sit down, nah, and you call yourself a creative, or you call yourself a musician, and you really think this is intellectual? And so, what did Jason Derulo do? Did he grab a pen and he goes, "Okay, I need a song." Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> you look good with that big fat butt. We, we, you see, the creative part is no one else has done it before. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to win this, clearly. You're not going to win it. We I'm love it. I'm actually, I'm actually having a bit of a flashback to myself. Um, we were on stage on Saturday in Joburg, and this, we, we, this is, as I say, one of our songs. So I said over the mic to six oh, and a yeah. half thousand people, so I said, we go like, doot, doot, doot. I'm like, yes. shake it like it's Chris Brown. And I, and it's, and I was just like, it's not Chris Brown. Yeah, but he does that, the move, the dance move, right? That we do. Do you also wiggle? Do you? No, we, 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 Oh, you've got the little dance move. Okay. I was about to say, then they're three seconds away from twerking and I don't know if I'm comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So with that said, no judgment involved Uh, whatsoever. Can we hear you play now? Yeah. I think that's the thing. So what are we going to actually play? Because now Woody says he wants to take me to church. How about both? Let's do take me a bit of take me to church. Let's do a bit of love me like you do. Let's be, uh, do a bit of wiggle. Whatever you guys are cool with. <laughs> I like this. Now they have free reign to do absolutely everything they want to do. So these are the guys of acoustic element. Callum Peterson and Jody Abel. So they're not necessarily Kardashian vibes, but they are related and they're here to play for us. So I can't even introduce what they're about to play because it's a whole combination. But I'm very, very excited. So guys, over to you. Take it away. I like that. I like that. It better take me to church. You took me to church. Woody, I hope you're happy. What's next? Uh, love me like you do? Indeed. Okay, let's take it.
I'm done. That's it. I am done. Listen, I have to admit that I'm slightly biased because it's very, very rare that even at Cliff Central you can have like someone sit you down and go, see stop playing. Love me like you do. Because <laughs> it seemed like every time I was on air, I used to play that song. It's one of my all-time favorite songs now. Oh, yeah. Or let's say it's like the best thing that came out of Fifty Shades. And so you guys <laughs> killed it. You did my favorite song. Thank you so much. Eh? Thank you. Thank you. Awesome, awesome stuff. Listen, when you're not grand white partying and you're not making Sia jealous, where can people catch up with you? <laughs> Uh, you can catch us on Facebook at Acoustic Element, mm-hmm. as well as Twitter at AE Musos, and uh, Insta- Instagram. Instagram um, as well. Yes, Acoustic Element. Are we still uploading a lot of uh, videos as well into YouTube? Are we going to be doing that? Yeah, yes. we, we yes, just we, uploaded a... Yeah, we actually just did one now, last night. Of, of, yeah. of a Grand White. Of the Grand White. So we not we weren't that active on YouTube, but now I think we need to move move it. But SoundCloud, yeah, definitely yeah. Ac- acoustic element on SoundCloud. Fantastic. Cindy on WeChat says, "I'll be getting Hosea to listen to your awesome cover of <laughs> Take Me to Church." Wow, thanks, that, thank you, Cindy. We're now cool. going to make it happen we, just because we, of you guys. Let's make it happen. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. Hey, all the best. Even though you're not in the same time zone as the rest of the world, <laughs> you Capetonians. Yeah, but we're going to forgive you this summer, right? Thank you. All, all the awesome, awesome best. This is Untapped Talent. Thank you. So Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Aha. Uh-huh. Now I feel like I need to like get all qualified and I need more oomph in my life just to get more talented. But we're keeping the conversation going, hey? And my next guest joins me now. He's like talented guy. I don't even know how to even begin to describe him. Blaze, how you doing? What's up, man? You good? Good. Thank you so much for making time for us. Nah, all good, all good. So if I got a speeding ticket, I'm going to just pass no, it on okay, to you no, guys. no, no. I'm yeah. not that grateful. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as grateful to give that much money away. But yeah, I'm yeah, very, yeah. very excited that you chose us to really pump out one of your new singles, Meant yeah. to Be. Uh-huh. So let's talk about that. Before we get into Blaze the Artist, let's yeah. get into Meant to Be. The Work behind that and finally pushing the single out. Um, Meant to Be is the single that follows up after Suga, which I dropped with Questa. And yeah, man, it's a very honest song. It's a very, you know, this is who Blaze is yeah. tra- type of track. I haven't really released anything like that. I feel like people know my music, but they don't know me. They don't know where I started. They don't know where Ooh, I come from. You know that's I mean? kind of deep now. So People know my music, but they don't know me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I just want to release something that hits a little bit closer to home. Um, the video is actually going to be shot in my hometown. Um, we were discussing that in this morning's meeting. That's my rush. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, man, it's really just a upfront, honest song. This is me. This is who I am. This is where I've been. This is where I'm going. And it's just feel good music, man. It's not, you know, turn up. It's, it's, you can hear it in the club, but it's not, you know, what you, what you would expect from me uh-huh. typically. And yeah, there's just a story to it. So I'm excited. You see, I like that you use the word story because I do believe one of the greatest lyrical geniuses of all time mm-hmm. is common. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he yeah, calls yeah. himself a storyteller as well To be nice able well. to be honest about things And you really take things from your own inspiration Don't be rapping about dollars that you don't even have True, true But rap about where you come from Talk about what you absolutely feel So what are some of the stories you share on Meant to Be? You know, f- just to recap on what you were saying You know, those are the easiest songs to write as well Because you're not going, oh, what would sound cool Or what's the what's the phrase that I put in here You're just writing, you know what yeah. I mean? So um, I've learned that in my, in terms of writing and in terms of stories, oh man, I just talk about the times the bank balance wasn't what you wanted it to be. You know, I talk about, yo, you know, just being thankful for my family and them supporting me. And, uh, you know, I talk about the journey in terms of, you know, Joe Hazardousburg, you know, the, the oh, roughest, yeah. toughest, love you, hate you city. You yeah. know what I mean? And just, you know, not everything that glitters is gold, man. So that's pretty much what the song is. Um, and then it's got a catchy hook. And I mean, the concept behind it was really just saying me and this, uh, this industry and what I'm trying to do is like meeting somebody and it's like a relationship, you know, yeah. there's ups and downs, but you're like, yo, this is meant to be. Yeah. And that's where the title came from. So that's pretty much the package. You know, with this song, I think it was very reflective of you to start putting pen onto paper with these sort of thoughts. And that's what, what the artwork looks like. Ah, see now. Straight see? up. It's literally a pen and paper. I'll actually show Damn it to it. you so right I'm now. I'm not going to get like 10% by giving inspiration for this. <laughs> so that's kind of out of the question. I, see? Exactly. 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 I was like, I don't want special effects. I don't want a cool flashy fly. I just wanted to be like, yo, I wrote this song and yeah. that's exactly what it is. But being in that res- reflective mode, yeah. looking back on things now, what has been one of the biggest lessons you've learned in your career? Oh, man. Biggest one? It's hard to say, man. There's been so many. Um, you know, But as an artist, I've just realized you know, the, the less 
the more honest you are in your music, the more reception you get from it. Because, you know, gimmicks are cool and it's nice to have the coolest club turn up track until Tito drops a track or yeah. somebody else drops a turn. You know what I mean? So I've just realized artists that have the most impact and, you know, sustainability and longevity are people who connect with people in some other way. Uh-huh. I mean, why do you relate so much to Drake when he talks about certain things? You know, yeah. You've never met him, but he, he has this way of packaging his content that you're like, damn, I feel that. I've, I've been in that situation. Yeah. So as an artist, I've just learned as you grow, you know, be honest in your music. People, uh, people really cling to that and they find something within themselves that links to that. And once you do, you have a loyal follower. Yeah. You know, you don't have somebody who's just flavor of the day. You got a hot song. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this industry is known by some just being fake in some yeah. respects. Who are the, some of the people that you look at, whether they're in the industry in front of the mic or behind the mic, who you think, you know what, that's a solid guy. I thought you were going to say, yo, who do you think is fake? I'm going to be like, yo, really? It's not even even lunchtime and you're already throwing shots. I Um, sort of spun it that way. um, People who are genuine? Oh, man. Um, Or some true, sincere storytellers. Uh Storytellers is one thing. Uh, I'd say as a person, one of the people who I've met who is pretty genuine and you know upfront is Kuli Chana. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that I work with, like my engineer, uh, engineer Neil T, you know, and a couple of other people. But in terms of like a Shout public face, them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Kuli Chana, man, all my interactions with him have been very genuine, very straightforward, and he is what he is. You know, there's no on TV Kuli Chana and then off TV Kuli Chana. Yeah. Kuli is Kuli, man. You know what I mean? Small town dude, um, and he's just he's humble and he's here to work, and that's it. That's his focus. So. I can appreciate that So he's somebody Definitely I'd mention You know the summers Just went down This yeah, past yeah, Sunday yeah. How do you think We as South Africa Are moving Not just with these Summers as an award ceremony But as music You know Music production yeah. Are musicians Taking themselves seriously Are we as the audience Starting to take you seriously Are we being receptive To new ideas and forms Are we progressing um, I think we are progressing man And I mean Speaking for hip hop Because I'm in that Like we've Progressed in leaps and bounds, man. I yeah. Mean, no disrespect to any other genre, but it's the most influential genre out right now. From you know slang to dress codes to you know when you're seeing corporates and brands you know associating themselves with hip hop acts yeah. and using phrases that yeah. you know are typically hip hop, you know, and localized, you know, not, nothing broken down from whatever Kanye did. You know what I mean? So I definitely think like we're moving in the right direction in terms of production value, quality, um, video content. When you watch videos now, it's like yo, quality wise, there isn't that drop after. Wayne's video and then us and then Drake and then it's up again. You know, it's consistent and it's consistently getting better and guys are not taking chances anymore. They're like, yo, you have to release something that's quality. Uh, with regards to like award shows, um, we're progressing, man. I think, you know, the, the mecca of award shows is America. Man, they've mm-hmm. got, they know how to make iconic moments of anything. They could yeah. film ice melting and you'd be like, dude, did you see the way that ice block broke down? Exactly. You know what I mean? So you know, it's just, you can look at the Grammys. You, you might not necessarily who won in which category you remember, like the performances. You, you know, remember it's, it's the, the moments. The it's, moments. It's about yeah. moments. And yeah. I think, you know, we headed in the right direction, definitely. Um, you know, there's obviously still work to be done, but you also need to put things in perspective. They've been doing this for years, yeah. many, many years more than what we have. And that's our only sounding board. So, you're going okay well you're trying to put a mercedes against you know something that's not on that level yet but we're progressing man um there is effort um i think people just need to appreciate what is being done and as long as there's progressive positive growth it's a good thing um but you know another thing that i'm proud of not just with hip-hop but as south africans in the industry overall is that we're starting to get stronger in our own identity yeah very much it's not now that yes we may be influenced by the western world but we aren't carbon copies of you know, you look at True. Karakara, KO's Karakara, over yeah. a million views on YouTube, and the music video is blatantly, obviously us. It's South Africa, True. it's our culture, we know and we resonate with that. True, and you know, even down to, you know, dress sense and everything, you know, it's, you, we really carve in our own identity, our own sound and direction, which is cool, man. Um, it's, it's, it's dope. It just brings it to home. It's easy yeah. to, easier to relate to, I guess. Um, and yeah, I think it's just going to keep getting stronger, man. Um, and the nice thing is the artists that are out now, we the ones who are really pioneering or pushing that or packaging it. So, you yeah. know, it's really in the hands of people to say, Hey, what are you doing with it? You know, are you yeah. just making another song? Or are you trying to create a movement? What are you trying to do? But like I said, uh, SA hip hop is, is growing. It's, it's maturing. It's coming into its own. And I think it's just going to get stronger. So talking about that and keeping with the vision, uh-huh. what is Blaze's vision in the next few years? Where does he see himself headed? You know, you always get that question and there's a multitude of answers. There's a lot of things. Are that, you someone who goes with the flow or do you have strict goals? No, you. Ha- I have goals and I have stuff that I want to achieve. You know what I mean? Um, 
there's things that I do as well outside of music, which is, you know, more corporate based and so on. So, you know, when coming to that question, funny enough, I saw a comment somebody made, um, uh, last night on Instagram, they were like, yo, whenever I get the question, where do I see myself in five years? And they're like, yo, shopping without looking at the tag. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty cool. That's but you kinda, know, yes, that would be a good yeah, one. Yeah. You know, I, but I think, you know, for me, it's really just realizing self-fulfillment, man, to know, I mean, my life motto is dream big, hustle hard. It's tattooed on my chest. You know, oh, I mean? he's serious. Eh? Like, <laughs> he is serious. He has dream big, hustle hard tattooed on his literally, chest. Literally, yeah. like, that's what I believe. And I'm just like, you know, you need to, you know, progress you need to push and i think self-fulfillment and realization of yourself your goals and what you want to do is your ultimate goal whether it's in five years whether it takes you 10 years whatever the case is mm-hmm. i think you need that self-fulfillment and that's that's what the ultimate goal is you know and i think this is more golden and more appropriate in your case then yeah rather than your vision uh-huh. as a storyteller what story do you want to be telling in the next five years i want to be telling a story of a dude who was has no background to this industry has no had no favors thrown had no quick pass through or whatever but still got to the levels that he wanted to get at uh-huh. that's and never mind the specific path or okay it's entertainment or you're it's really the story of saying you had a goal you set it and you achieved it whether that goal is to be an accountant whether it's to be a doctor or whatever just to have gotten from a to z despite all the bullshit the hiccups and whatever the case is you got through to that yeah so that's really the story that that you want to portray you want to you want to leave i mean you only got one take in terms of life man you really want to just leave something where it's like if even if you inspired one person cool mm-hmm. i did something right that's it that's it plain and simple there was almost an awkward silence. No, no, no. It was, a was philo- almost like it, a- it was a philosophical silence. <laughs> I was like, he's kind of getting deep on me for a second. Just, just for a minute, man. I mean, Plays are we ready? Meant to be about to premiere right yeah, here on yeah, Untapped yeah, yeah. on CliffCentral.com. Uh, listen, before we play it, where can people get a hold of you as well? Um, you can find me on Twitter, um, Blazy and T, B L A Y Z E N. B-L-A-Y-Z-E-E-N-T um, Instagram is the same Facebook is Dylan Blaze King My personal profile And then Blaze the underdog Is the group um, My website is down right now But www.blazeentertainment.com And yeah man Fantastic stuff Follow me So Blaze Thank you so much For stopping by And also thank, thank you. you To Acoustic Element For stopping by a little early And most importantly Thank you so much For listening in My name is Sia Sangweni Finn This has been Untapped Talent On cliffcentral.com You do not have to go Anywhere else Meant to be About to premiere Right now But until next week My name is Sia And I'll see ya Unreal Uncensored Unradio Cliffcentral.com Baby, you and me, we were meant to be I've been gone too long, I've been gone too long Baby, you and me, we were meant to be Yeah, we gon' make it, yeah, we gon' make it Yeah, we gon' make it, yeah, we gon' make it